Gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. Wow. Really appreciate that jersey, Mikey V. Joey Coldcuts in the Masters hat, rocking the Fat Perez shirt. And um, I tell you, gentlemen, this is special. This is just special to be here. Turns out that every Monday night seems to be special. Uh, Joey Colcutts is watching some sort of NBA game today, and that's okay because I have the Yankees game on behind me today. Um, gentlemen, somebody fucking, what's going on? Anybody got what's anything up? for me? How are we? What's well, going we're not on? I interrupt you, Bob. I don't like to interrupt the opening monologue. Well, that would be a first for this program. We're well, respectful I mean, of the, you know, yeah. the adjudicator. What is going on, yeah. gentlemen? How are we? Yanks are white hot. New York yeah. baseball is white hot. The hotter the Yankees get, the hotter the boys get. It seems they haven't lost since uh, cuts and Bob have touched down in New Jersey. Well documented. Just yeah. incredible. That is events, that is definitely something <laughs> to take note of because they are. I'm I feel like I'm a better person when the Yankees are playing better. I really do. You are. You are a better person when the Yankees. are. Playing I really do. And I by the way, I, yeah. I think I'm a good person regardless. I just think I'm amped up even in a better way when the Yankees are playing. Back. And it helps that the Red Sox are shitting the bed that they you're are happier. They absolutely yeah, are. Bob by the loves, way, Bob <laughs> loves when the Sox are struggling. I do. I really do. And uh, by the way, more good news. Okay. Mm. Good news all around. Cousins main lobster. Joseph has responded to me, which is wow. awesome. I knew they would. I mean, you knew that they were going to respond. Uh, the only problem is they didn't give me much. What do you mean they didn't give you much? I'll I'll read you the text. Now, bear down, just so you're filled in. Joseph brought over. Me and Joseph grilled up some steaks last night. I saw saw the story. Cutsy brought over. It was a frozen, it almost looked like a microwave type situation from Cousins Maine Lobster, and it was lobster mac and cheese. But Uh, the lobster that they put in there, Michael... Is mm-hmm. like real, actual, huge, made, like like you would get in a lobster hole, and it was amazing to me because anytime you heat up something like in that packaging, whereas if it looks like a micro, you know, we put it in the oven, you wouldn't think that you'd be getting real lobster chunks in there. No, yeah, I mean you're you're expecting quite honestly, you know, bottom of the barrel lobster. You for, are, you know, in a lobster, in a microwavable lobster mac and cheese. I mean, you're not expecting to be taken to the uh, to the shores of Maine and uh, you know, <laughs> having fresh fresh caught fresh caught uh, Maryland blue claw dumped on your. Uh, it was absolutely there. unreal. Bob could not stop talking about it, and they sent me the whole care package with. I still have like lobster knuckle with the butter that I can melt and then the, the, the buns, like the lobster rolls to make lobster rolls. They do a great job. So I said, Bob, you should hit these guys up because they will definitely reciprocate for sure. We met the guy at Riviera at the golf tournament. He had the, uh, uh, the truck, one of the trucks there. Right. He was a whole free meal. Nicest guy ever. So Bob, I guess you, 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 you DM'd him last night. No. Well, I did. I said, Hey man, I'm Joey Coldcut's friend. We met at Riviera. We just had the lobster mac and cheese you sent. Absolutely incredible. And they responded, love to hear it. So. Oh, that's not really a guarantee. See, the thing is, there's another Uh, guy, Bob. By no means. Yeah, I know. But here's the question I have now is, do I now. Go back again? Do I play the influencer card? You know. Yeah. you 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 know what you do? Here's what you do. You say. Well, I forget the name of the gentleman that we met at the at the truck. Could you could you give me his name? I wanted to thank him personally. What's the name and of the company again? 
Cousins Maine Lobster. Oh, oh, here by the, oh, yeah. By... Here he goes. Yeah, they're gonna. If you don't think they're getting the bear down, DM and no. Don't, are, are they the ones that are that have the famous truck, or am I mistaken? Yes, they were they, on the food they truck. Were, they were the on food Shark truck. Tank. Barbara okay. brought them. Okay, Barbara I got news for you. You could tell them that they could do a little bit better of a job with the with the food truck lines because the food truck lines. I've had to wait in line for one of their <laughs> lobster rolls for quite some time. I was at the Monmouth Racetrack. It was the food truck festival <laughs> oh, there goes Mike back on man. Memorial Day weekend. Three. <laughs> what, Bob? I'm just saying they could do a better job with the food truck lines. Now that you now that you rung that bell, um, my wife and I waited in line for several several. Uh, I mean, close to an hour, I believe it was for the lobster roll. Lobster roll was fantastic, by the was. way. I bet it was. Yeah, it was. It was, but they could be doing better. But that's kind of the risk you take with the food trucks. You know what I mean? Oh, no doubt about it. Well, this is like they had all an events. Right. Yeah, it was a, it was a food yeah. truck festival, so we knew what we were getting into. It was a Mammoth Racetrack. It was Memorial Day weekend. I want to say three or four years ago, before COVID. And everyone was in line at this truck. Everybody. They, did, you, did you ever try this cousin's main lobster? You ever try this? You ever try this? I'm like, no, I haven't. But I've had some really good lobster rolls in my day. But I'll give it a shot. The wait was a long time. Again, sandwich was fantastic. But, uh, you know, the, it's just tough, those food trucks. You know what it is? It's so limited what you could do inside that truck operationally. Yeah. I know. Uh, you're just your personnel. You've got to be extremely limited with personnel. You have people bumping into each other. It, it's just madness. It's got to be madness in there. Now, Joe. You should you you being in the food industry, I would imagine. Have you had any exposure to the food truck business? Well, that's not. It's, it's got to be not. Michelin star. No, no, I I don't. I actually would love to open a food truck one day. I think it's a great business. I think it's very profitable. No, I, I'm being honest. I, I think it's. I think <laughs> now, we, what would you be slinging out of the truck, Joe? What would be the main fare? It depends. You need to find like you need to 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 be very like scientifically like not scientifically that's not the word you need not to be at all. i know it's not the word you need to be can you need to check out where your demographic is you have to be yes. prepared yes. okay yes. so like if i'm in la right yeah. i'm not gonna do a food truck taco truck because no, i'm not making much yeah but if yeah. there's a way that you could get like new york style pizza Yep. Now we're talking, now talking. business. Yep. That's a great. And yep. then it's like the next level is you got to, there's a whole lot of ins and outs. You got to get licensing and permits. So then where do you want to park the truck? You want to be in a business segment where you know you're going to have access to a ton of people. So there's a lot of ins and outs you know, about it. But you know, Bob, sorry, why do you look so perturbed? No, because no, you know he looks like he has a serious question. What's fascinating to me, Giuseppe, and maybe you could touch on it. Me and Perez were in DC, okay, and we were so hungry, and we went for a slice of pizza together, and the pizza sucked. And <laughs> while I'm eating bad. the pizza, I, mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, like, as the pizza, as the owner, okay, don't you know that your pizza sucks? Like, you taste it. Like, don't you? You have control on whether or not it sucks. Like, you now, gotta know that it, it's not good. Was it? Was it like? There, was it like? Could you say, okay, maybe this was an off day type of thing, or was it so bad to the point where you were saying to yourself, "There's no way this could ever have been good." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I it was that go, bad. Yeah, no, it was. Okay. Yeah, it was bad. Okay, and okay. Perez made the point that maybe they can get away with it where they buy such cheap ingredients and then their margins are so good that it works for them. That's the only answer I have. But you got to know it sucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Joe, that Italian place we went to the last night, how do they not know? Like, they got to know that it sucks. They have to. I mean, it, I mean. Certainly not Rayo's, that's for sure. It was not, it was the meatballs were not good. Um, You know, there's things that were not good. I mean, I, 
I thought it was okay. The thing is, it's like when you have a place that's really good, the bar is set a lot higher. That when you have something that's just average, it, it does appear to be a lot shittier than something else. So like, oh, sure. which in which I think kind of answers the question to what you're posing is if, if you're in DC, I don't know what the pizza's like out there. I guarantee you it's not to the caliber of being in Connecticut and New Jersey, New York and those areas. So maybe the overall standard for people's pizza choice is lower. So to them, it's not, it's not a bad pie. Whereas to you, it's like, this is dog yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have the bar set higher, you know? And I mean, some people also just don't have good taste. But, you know, we played golf the other day with this guy, wonderful guy. We called him Nikki peace. Great guy. Bob asked him, he's a Jewish guy, you know, part of the tribe. And Bob goes, so uh, peace, give me your, you know, what's your top pizza place. You know what he By said? Way, I had known him for like five minutes at that point. Did he, name a chain? he named a chain. Yeah. Blaze yeah. pizza. Yeah. And yeah. as much as I love you, peace. And if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. That's just a terrible pick. And you know what bear down? And he I stuck didn't. by it. I stopped talking food with him. That was the last question. <laughs> yeah. I, had. Yeah. I mean, if somebody's going to name a chain, a chain restaurant, it's that's, that's very tough. That's yeah. Tough to deal with. <laughs> yeah. It's tough to deal pretty, with. Especially pretty pizza. I mean, you know, again, again, you know, Bob, you know that we're very spoiled in New Jersey, very oh, spoiled yeah. because you just drive like five miles in any direction and you could run into like one of the better pizzerias in the tri-state. I mean, that's just the way it is. I'll tell you what was a really nice moment for me. And you might not even know this, Joseph, but I just really enjoyed it. When, when Cutsy and Fat Perez went to Star Tavern and oh, got the pizza in Fox, Jersey, yeah, I, that was said, awesome. I said, Perez, do me a favor. Just just FaceTime me when Cutsy gets the pizza. And he did, and I just really enjoyed watching him taste it. It was really is great. Start. I mean, oh, so the coloration oh, of the cheese is it's like, like a, it's like that ar- orange, orange, like an orangey. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen that special. before. It's a, special. And it was special. I think a lot of pizza shops are so afraid to burn the crusts. It's okay to show a little darkness in there. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. There's no problem with that. that. Paint the black. So paint the black. They painted the black. I will say. I will say this as good as Rayo's and everything that we had the whole weekend. I think that pizza was maybe my favorite thing that I ate on that trip. Well, you had your first Taylor ham, egg and cheese. That was really good too. But the pizza Bob was, is, it was even better. I mean, the pizza was just, I'm not used to having good pizza like that. Yeah, like that's, that was, that's a special, that was special, that's a special. You know what moment. I mean? Like yeah. it was just, I, I was going to have a piece and they only sold it by the pie. I ended up having three pieces. It was you just, know. and it was light. It was yeah, light. that pie. I mean, four slices of that pie is like nothing. I mean, it you was could amazing. inhale. You could, you could, you could snort four slices. Of that pie. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so light. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's you like know, eating nothing. It's like air. I think I've I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but sometimes like in Gambler's Digest group chat, we, we just fire in like what we're having for lunch. And like Mikey V will just send the picture of what he's having for lunch. All the places that you have at your disposal. That's the one thing that I really miss about Jersey is having those options at my disposal where just everywhere you go. I mean, I, I, I do agree with what you said, though, man. It's dangerous. Because yeah. if you go out and eat like that every day for lunch, oh, and I know guys who do it, I mean, it's just, it's, it's dangerous. Then, it's a dangerous yeah. proposition. Because <laughs> you, know, you can what? just eat like fucking half a loaf of bread at lunch every day, a sandwich, uh, you know, a full pasta meal. It's, it's, it gets it ridiculous. But you that's why, Mikey somewhere. V, you can't be very hard on me for my California breakfast when I do like an acai bowl. No, um, no, no. I, I'm not hard on you on the choice. I'm hard on you on, on how I know you're getting price gouged. Is, is oh, yeah, oh, gouged. Yeah, that yeah, really, really, really creation accurate. took them for a car payment. The one meal, you know what I've been doing? That's <laughs> killing me, too. And I just, the Uber I, Eats. 
Uh, I've been doing, I've been postmating Starbucks in the morning. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And then, is that $10 for a cup of coffee? There's a Starbucks yeah. across the street from him in the Ralph. You want quality home coffee, and this isn't a plug. These people don't pay me. <laughs> if you want quality coffee, and you've cousin, had it at my cousin, home. Cousins had it lobster? My, no, not cousins. You've had it at my <laughs> home, Bob. The Nespresso. That Nespresso machine. Yeah, I have a machine. To high quality coffee. Yeah, Cuts has got that's right. He, he makes Cutsy Cutsy makes a good coffee. Yeah, because that machine doesn't miss. I mean, I mean it creates can... that that in the espresso, Joe. You know that layer when an espresso yes. comes out in a restaurant. Crema. If it doesn't have a froth on it, if it doesn't have that froth level and it's just it has flat, the level flat, of crema on the top, which is really nice. Well, I call it froth, you call it crema. We'll leave it at that. I'm not gonna argue with you. It's crema you with say you. Tomato, I say tomato. But I think right, I think we can agree, right? Exactly. Yes. You call it clubhouse, I call it club. Uh, I think you could agree with me, Joe. If you order an espresso at a restaurant and it comes to you in the cup and you could see just like a flat black. Oh, it's like dog it's, shit. Dog it's, shit. It's shit. I don't even want to drink it. I already know. This machine just creates that 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 layer on top by itself. You don't have to do anything. You just press a And we saw button. the other day, we went to Hillcrest Country Club. It's the first time I've ever seen it. They had like, it must be the top of the line espresso machine where you okay. could actually choose iced lattes and yeah, the bottom awesome. layer is cold and the top is warm. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Mikey, yeah, this yeah, is this place. Okay, <laughs> I was going nuts. It's very Jewish friendly. It really is. It's like a Jewish country club and they focus. They are so concerned about the food. The Jewish country club. <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay. I'm telling it's you right Jewish now. Jewish country club. Uh-huh. This is top of the line amenities they had a halfway house you saw it on that story out of this is my mic okay by the way yeah yeah mike's great what is it now now break down a halfway house i don't know golf but i'm imagining a halfway house is that the ninth hole correct correct the tenth hole yeah like right right as you finish the ninth hole you go up there is i mean now a halfway house by me is where prisoners go You know, when, be, when they're when they're well behaved, they go to the halfway house. It used to be that used to be the case for me before I started golfing. Same okay. thing. I used okay. to think of the house halfway house that that that's what, that's I, what I think, think of. of when you say okay. Yeah. Go ahead. But, but this, I mean, this thing it was it's got soft serve ice cream. It's got oh. prepackaged beautiful sandwich candy. Yeah. I mean, I posted Giuseppe there. They Giuseppe had dried like, fruits. The you know I something that I the love jet, a good dried apricot. I'll I'll love they had apricots, mangoes, yeah. pineapples. They yeah. had, I mean, you know what the they have stuff. too. And the jet is fascinated by these. And I am too, ever since he really brought it to my attention. What's, that? What's not talked about enough is the Coke machine that has 1 billion different yes. Coke options. Oh, yes. Yes. I saw, Coke, I saw that. Vanilla Coke. Or, yeah. Who's restocking that? You know, Cadoba has that. A Cadoba by me has that. And a Five Guys has that. And when you walk into that and you could choose like a diet Dr. Pepper vanilla cream flavor, that's absolutely outrageous. I agree. agree. You're handcuffed to the fountain drink at that point. You have no choice to get a fountain drink. Bro, but like, yes. who's filling <laughs> that? Like, if you run out of something, like, got to be a full time job. Well, no, Bob, they, they will say that the, the item's not available if it's not there. Right, but what I'm saying is, who's in charge of refilling that? To where what well, Coca Cola is? Coca Cola. They, they, they have a vendor. They have a vendor. So yeah, they get, but in house though, somebody's got to run those tubes to the correct syrup box. No, Coca Cola will set everything up for you. So what they do is you, you, I think they get, they obviously want to get paid. So they'll do it more in these chains, like five guys and stuff. So I think there's, they're, they are responsible for maintaining that, that machine. 
I tell you what, you're getting a good bargain with that. That's a, that's a big deal because changing out those lines to the syrup boxes. I mean, that's like, you might as well have to become like yeah. a licensed plumber. They might, they pretty might much have somebody, the 80 different syrups. There might be somebody who they train on how to change it. So there's someone who can do it on a weekly basis, but like they have a, a probably a monthly maintenance that they have to go in there and make sure the, the, the machine is running up to, up to standard. Those I, things um, are no joke. I, I feel like nobody's been called out this episode yet. And I think it's really been, it's been nice. It's been nice, but something that I do, yeah. I just want to change but gears for a second. You're gonna go gonna ahead and have to do By that, the way, Bob, right? before gonna, we see anything, oh, as nice Brady as it was, shirt? it wasn't that nice. Right? This is, this is the nice. Brady brand. I mean, how great is that bro, thing? Mikey, fit, Mikey, I'm not, not to, trying, I'm not trying I know, to say anything, and neither just... am I, bro. I, I wasn't even going to go there. <laughs> it's a great shirt. It's a great <laughs> shirt. <laughs> Moving Tremendous on. Tremendous. It fits so good. And you look, the shoulders look broad in that thing. I know. Bro. I know. That's why I'm wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't taken it off. I've worn it all day. Uh, did they give you a blue one too? They gave you a blue one. I, the whole and, and Mikey, I'm not doing it to bust your balls. I just I, I I'm happy for asked. you guys. I'm I'm happy for you. Are you? I'm just I'm, I'm yeah, impressed I am. with the quality. It's good stuff. I am. I am happy okay, for you guys. Not so happy with Brady Brand, but I'm happy for you guys. Or apparently, cousins main lobster. I no again. <laughs> again I'm trying I just, to get a couple lobsters to me. And Mikey should v. throw a couple lobsters to the guys. But all I'm saying is that the the line at the food trucks. I mean, they should know that they're that popular. They're that good. Maybe throw you know an extra body or two outside the truck if, if you crowd. can fit them. If you can fit no them. outside the truck. What about setting up like a little pup tent right out right outside? Oh, a pop up shop. Yeah. Yeah, no, he doesn't mean a pop right up next shop. No, a little, a little pop a up tent. Store? A little, a little pop up tent right next to Cutsy's New York Pizza <laughs> Truck, and away yeah, you go. yeah. Um, something that just sickens me, and like it's 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 classic Mikey V, and I called them out for it this morning. Oh jeez, this is it's just this, this it's, is a pretzel match. <laughs> it's a, first off, this is, this is a lie. I don't even know where he's going with this. First off, Cutsy, mm-hmm. you were you were doing you you were golfing during the draft, so me and Mikey V were just texting back each other back and forth for the draft. Mikey yes. V, not just for the Bears picks. He was getting oh. the picks before Roger Goodell came up and announced who was there. So he was texting me right when you saw the pick is in, I would get a text of who the pick is. So it's like watching a movie with somebody, but they're already giving it up. So he ruined the draft for me. I would have stopped had you said it. Had you said I, I, wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna ask. But were you getting how, live feeds? Or I don't know you? who was telling him, bro. It's I, my I job know. to know that information. <laughs> oh, it's my man. job to know that information. That's why I'm the sports guy because it's my job to know such things. <laughs> Cutsy, every pick, bro. Even if it wasn't the Jets, like he would just text. Well, didn't he also today? He had the 2023 well, that's, that's mock draft going. up. This is right. Mikey. Now, 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 now. Let's hear your version May, first, Bob. Go ahead. In Go ahead. May of. Of, in May of 2022, five days removed from the NFL draft, Mikey V posted the 2023 mock draft okay. for the first okay. 10 players. It's like, okay. bro, like, okay. what are you fucking Mel Kuyper? Well, they had a bad draft, Bob. So he's looking toward oh, the future. Oh, see, I wasn't a, I'm not going to talk about the draft. So. <laughs> so, I mean, talking, talking. I mean, you NFL, can't be happy with the draft. Just say yes or no. Are you happy I, with the draft? Here's what I'm going to say, Joe. Me talking NFL prospects and draft to you is like me trying to tell you about golf. You trying to tell me yes, I don't about the NFL draft that. is like me trying to tell you about golf. 
Okay. That's but I, that's I, like. I know now, enough to know that you needed a receiver and you didn't take here's, a receiver. Yes, we did take a receiver and as our third yeah, guy. Oh, no, they're, they're going to get they're going to get the kid from Ohio State in 2023 <laughs> with the with the with the six overall draft. Reunited. I happened to see something. So good. Yeah, Master Teague. That was a nice little undrafted thing you picked up. Anyway. Uh, I saw this morning CBS Sports put up a top 10 way too early mock for 2023. And it just so happened that the Bears were sitting at number six, which is probably a a good estimation because the Bears 2022 team is not going to be good. In my opinion, they're going to struggle. Brand new coach, brand new system. They have a lot of holes still on the roster. That aside, Bears had the sixth pick. They they had him mocked to pick Jack, Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State, who, as everyone knows, has played with Justin Fields. They have you know, a rapport. So I figured, let me share this post from CBS Sports on my story, which I did. Then, all of a sudden, a half hour later, CBS Sports removes the post. I got eight people DMing me, uh, what happened to this post? And then Bob, of course. Oh, this is the story <laughs> of the day. The story of the day is what Nothing happened to Mike. by Levy Bob. You know draft. this which was not my mock draft. I had nothing to do with that mock draft. I saw it. I figured I'd share it. It's been now put into the oven and twisted up by the master pretzel maker himself to make it look like I'm a psychopath mocking out the 2023 draft, which I have not been doing. I'm still trying to break down the draft we just had. I'll be breaking it down tomorrow night in significant detail on a podcast. Take it easy. All right. Mel Kuyper is already looking at the 2023 draft. I love Mel Kuyper, bro. I love Mel Kuyper. I love Mel Kuyper. He does. does. (laughs) I hate McShay. I hate Todd McShay. And I love Kuiper. I what, love so. What? Just out of curiosity, what's McShay. your what's your issue with Todd McShay? I just think McShay, like, who is he? Like Kuiper, that was Kuiper's thing, and I kind of feel like McShay, just this young guy, just comes out of nowhere, and now I'm supposed to. He's the draft expert. Like, uh, you need two of those guys. I don't know. I I felt like Kuiper did a good enough Stepping job. Stepping on his toes, you saying? They bring McShay yeah. in, and McShay kind of yeah. McShay, McShay, they go back and forth. They go back Which and forth. It's awesome because Todd's like that older guy and he kind of just dismisses him, but not in the nicest of ways sometimes. And it's amazing. It's great. very good. That's very good. good. Yeah. No, when they go at it's it. Good it TV, it's good TV. So I get why they did it. I just don't like McShay. You know, I, me and Cutsy, side with Kuiper. we were talking about yesterday, just like people who are great in sports that doesn't get enough credit to me. I don't know how much of an NBA guy you are, Mikey V. Doris Burke is one of the best out there doing it. I think She's Doris great. Burke is tremendous um and then just from another sports tv aspect espn first take was a dying breed it was absolutely dying i mean there it it was getting bad they got max kellerman out of there which they never should have done Stephen a ran him out i liked max i liked i liked him a lot they were great i liked it he was a big boxing and now who do they have they have uh instead of him who do they use now they use uh well that's where i was going now I mean, they were rotating Michael Irvin in and all these guys, and it just wasn't good. They brought in Mad Dog Russo. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. has been tremendous. Chris Russo is one of the best. I mean, Mike yeah. and the, I grew up on Mike and the Mad Dog. You know I mean, Mike and the Mad Dog to me was like dark guy. I don't know who that is. Yeah, though. Mike Francesa Mike Frances and 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 Mad Dog Chris Russo. I mean, that was that was the radio sports talk show that that made sports talk radio. Mike and the Mad Dog was was the show. I mean, that's what I grew up on. Bob, I know you listened to that too when you because that was your that was your time also as as a young guy here in Jersey. I mean, that was the show. Everybody listened to Mike and the Dog. Everybody, everybody, and it just was couldn't get their along. dynamic was just unreal. It was yeah. just unreal. And I unreal. think the reason it was so good is they they didn't really get along. I mean, they would always go at it. 
always yep. were going at each other's neck. Um, yep. Cuts, he's got his hand up. Let's send it over to Giuseppe. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt the Real and Dump Show to let you know that the Real and Dump Show is brought to you by our sponsor, Better Help. Life can be overwhelming and many people are burned out without even knowing it. Symptoms can include a lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped detachment, fatigue, and more. You don't want to get burned out. We associate burnout with work, but that's not the only cause. Any of our roles in life can lead us to feel burned out, and BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and the Brilliantly Dumb Show listeners. Get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash BDS. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash BDS to talk to somebody today, 10% off BetterHelp. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to our new sponsor here at the Brilliantly Dumb Show and a damn good one at that. Let's bring in the boys and girls from Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs have completely changed the game. Bird Dog shorts, pants, joggers are made from the finest high quality material and come with built-in liners that cradle your stovepipe for all-day comfort. Who the fuck likes being uncomfortable? I know I sure as hell don't get bird dogs. The reason I'm all fired up about this ad read is because I actually really do love the bird dog shorts. Joggers are great. I dig the shorts. I work out in them. I wear them all the time. That is not an ad read by any means. I really do fucking love them. Go to birddogs.com, enter promo code DUMB, D-U-M-B, and they'll throw in a free Bird Dogs Yeti tumbler. They found that Yeti's $90 tumbler copied it, and now Bird Dogs is given to you for free. That's birddogs.com, promo code DUMB, and boom, a free Bird Dogs tumbler with your pair of Bird Dogs. You will not take these things off. Take it from Bob. In the meantime, we are moving on. I, I just wanted to to touch on another thing that happened this week, and I really haven't discussed it much, but this also happened on Thursday was the big race. And Mikey V, I got it. I, I have not talked about this at all. I haven't heard about it. I tuned in for a little mm. bit and I was which was which was quite frankly a little upsetting, but I, I'm not gonna I, I was, before I we go was into watching just so, just so the audience knows this is in regards to the Peloton race. Paul Swan versus Mikey Bear down cuz in the Peloton off biggest day in Peloton history cuts he back before. <laughs> I actually tried to join it but Bob wouldn't allow me to come in for some reason I mean I I, I thought maybe I'd be enough to, to be able to be involved in a in a you know an event of that magnitude but I I I just I couldn't believe like I don't know he's he's, he's unreal Joe what no, happened unreal. he kicked your Joe, ass listen listen I listen 15, My money was firmly on you, Mike. 50,000 50, 50, people have taken that ride that me and Swan did that day. 50,000. Let that sit in in that brain of yours, okay? <laughs> 50,000. My ride metrics were 128th out of 50,000 people that have ever done that ride. Yeah, yeah. Top one percentile, actually, I think, if you, if you run the math. This guy was 44th. 
I don't know what I don't know what to tell you. I got beat. But you were saying that you were looking beat. at his rides beforehand that you were going to be, and they were, and they were, Joe. These he's he's all of a sudden, as soon as we started with the competition, this guy Was started PRing every ride. I don't know, but the guy started PRing <laughs> every ride. I like Paul. Paul's a nice guy. I do. But I told him too. I said, "Cuz," I said, "Not for nothing." I said, "You know, Sandbag. once the competition came and in your back got put against the wall, you started putting up this guy. He looked numbers. like Colin Farrell on that. Bike. And by I mean, the way, I think I've, I think I've rolled him. I think I've sent this guy on a good trajectory for his life because I think since <laughs> I, since, I, I honestly do. I think I sent him on a good trajectory because ever since my challenge, this guy's been in the gym every fucking day posting videos. He's screaming. He's screaming like a caveman in the gym at the Holiday Inn at the Comfort Inn Suites. You don't he's think he's videos every day already? I, I think I changed this guy's life for the better. You changed his life is so ridiculous. He's no, hitting no, forty-four I think, out, of, I think I out of fifty thousand. He obviously already works out. Oh, he definitely works out, Joe. And this is what I said from the start. I said, the numbers on this Peloton and the way this guy looks to me doesn't add up. I think maybe the Peloton's just a secondary workout for him, which it has become for me also. Again, I got the Peloton when COVID hit. I couldn't go to the gym anymore. Now I'm in the gym more times than I'm on the bike a week. Regardless, Paul Swan, tremendous Peloton rider. I'm not making any excuses whatsoever. Guy beat me fair and square. There's nothing to say. He, he, he so you just feel good going. about it. I like, thought he was going to peter out. I thought he was going to peter out. There was a time <laughs> where after after the race, so like as the race is going on, like, you know, it's getting further and further apart and I'm announcing it. So like, you know, I'm trying to keep the people entertained, but like, you know, Swan starting separate. It was a big disparity. I, I thought Bear Down... I thought Bear Down was going to make his – I thought he was actually going, like, running it like a horse race. Like, I actually thought Bear Down was getting ready to make his move at the end. But oh, Swan, you think he was preserving I, I really did. I'm like, bro, he – because I know he's an endurance guy. Like, oh, he's going to make his just didn't stop. Swan just didn't stop. He just – his legs <laughs> just keep moving. He went wire to wire afterwards. What Mikey V said, he didn't stop, bro. If you watch the replay, No, he went wire to wire. Now, this stop. was like, you know, if we if we looked at this like the triple derby or the Kentucky, excuse me. Oh me like the triple crown like the kentucky derby this would be like the derby or the preakness this would not be like the belmont the longer race perhaps in the belmont stakes i would are I would you have a, an advantage so you're saying you're better longevity you're better i'm a lo- i'm a i'm i'm always been an endurance distance guy never a short well, maybe, maybe we need to run it back ever. bob and do a longer race well i need i need listen i'm my body still hurts i'm five years <laughs> i'm five years older than this guy you know He's a spring chicken compared to me. I need some time to heal up. But I will say this. I think the draft day ride could become a thing of, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Now I have an idea. A thing of, uh, what's a tradition, a tradition, perhaps NFL draft day, a nice ride Swan versus bear part two. Why, day, why not team up with Swan and challenge outsiders? Well, here's, uh, because here's, no one would, no one would beat us. Here's, oh, you don't know that. I'm sure there's no, 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 no one would ever beat us. I mean, what if there's a couple people from Equinox who come down who are like, though, that's what they do. I mean, what's Baron, e- you said that Swan Equinox? would never beat you. What's, e- what's, beat what's, you. E- what's, you what's Equinox? Equinox? It's a what's great gym. It's like the great LA. It, 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 what does it, that have to do with Peloton? I'm saying like fitness lot. instructors. I'm saying not like, a whole lot at all. 
Well, you're not a so, fitness instructor, Bear but, Down. But Cutty, I might as well be. After after Swan wins, I give Bear Down the first words. <laughs> oh, like no. I give Bear Down the first words <laughs> to like you know like thank anybody and whatnot. And you know Swan's a fiery guy, so he's always yelling and shit like that. So Bear Down's like no, very always cla- Bear Down's like very classy about it. Like he thanks Paul for being a tremendous competitor. It was like we were in an octagon. And then I go over to Swan. And Swan starts screaming, like, you know, I want to thank my wife. You know, we have a baby on the way. And I'm waiting to, and I'm waiting for him to thank Bear Down, you know, like for competing. And you look He's over and like, me. and Bear Down's kind of like waiting for it too. And he ends up coming to him. But Swan goes down the line of like people that he wants thanks and he's screaming. It was like we were in a UFC fight. And, and he then saved the best for last. Yeah. Yeah. And then he and then he thanks Bear Down. It, oh, it was just, Derrickle. It was it was absolutely I tell you though that were you pissed friend, that you lost Mike? Uh yeah, but Joe, I gotta be honest, like if I had lost by like a hair, I would have been pissed. The guy beat me by like like almost like I think a 50 output, which is a significant oh, number. I mean I PR'd I PR'd my best 20 minute ride on Thursday, like by far. I, I PR'd my own best by a 40 a 40 output, which is insane. It's insane. But this guy like beat me so comfortably that I wasn't even mad, bro, because like I literally couldn't have done anything else. Like I, I would have like I said, I was ready to die on the bike. I almost did. Like I was I, my <laughs> lungs. My lungs felt like someone stuck a flamethrower down my throat <laughs> and pulled the trigger and just let flames into my lungs. It just felt like they were on fire. It was insane. It was oh. insane. I gave it my all, Joe. I, yeah, yeah. I, I know you know do. do. I know you would. I know you would. I, of course, just I'm disappointed. Shocked. I'm disappointed. I was just shocked to see him. Like every time you'd make a push, he was like 30 higher than you. I was like, what is going I on? I also had a had a motivational coach in the basement. Like, I never <laughs> seen ball. So Austin Dillon, the NASCAR uh, driver, he yeah. he was like screaming for for Swan in the back. And I was oh talking a lot, a lot of chirping out of Austin. He was Dillon. doing a lot of chirping. So, by the way, they invited us to go to Daytona, Bob. I think we should do that. I told you that. I'll tell you, he's not going to Daytona. It's Mikey Bear. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, a guy I mean, you're I, not going to. Mikey will challenge him to change the tires faster. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think the way I think the way Austin Dillon acted, I think I should get a first class fucking ticket to Daytona 500 on his dime. Austin personally. Dillon oh. and a VIP seat. Austin Dillon is Dillon a friend of the pod, Bob? I guess, yeah, I guess so. But when Mikey V said he wanted that, Joe, I got to ask, what game are you watching? Ah, uh, the Heat and Sixers. Is he not locked into something there, Mikey he's V? He's, I, he's, no, no, I'm not locked in. I've been very good this podcast. Thank you very much. Yeah, you've been good. You've been you've been absolutely can't good. Can't debate that. No, can't There's a lot that. of gambling going on this weekend, though. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. I'm still in retirement, Mikey V. Well, not not completely, Joe. <laughs> yeah, they called me in for a little bit of paperwork for one day, but that's aside from that, you know. Well, okay. It was a okay. small, what, what about the Metsies last night, Joseph? <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. There you go. There you go. That's were go. fantastic. So, so I have so... to tell you guys the story because I just it has By to the be way, shared. Dickie is sick. That's I, and that's exactly where I the mean, story's known. It has to be shared. Okay. Oh so my in a nutshell, God. I'm gonna try and just paint the picture as best as I can paint it and we'll move on. I had a baptism yesterday for one of my dearest oh, friends. Geez. He baptized his son. Uh, and the crew that was going to this baptism and the reception thereafter was a, was a good portion of the crew that we went to the Yankee game with. It was Dick crew. and DJ Mike and Louie and, and a couple of those guys. Was Fubu um, there too? No, and that's a very sensitive subject. <laughs> but I'm glad you brought it up. Um, no, he was not. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so we're texting in the morning the guys that are going to the reception. 
and Dickie, of course, me and Dickie are texting back and forth. And he goes, you know, cause a little holy day party bet. Maybe, you know? And I said, <laughs> so my mind is right there with you. I'm right there with you. So to me, like a party bet just ex- accentuates everything that's going to happen in your day. If you're going to be with your friends anyway at a party, we're going to be with our wives, our kids. So it's not really like we're being scumbags. If we have a party bet, it's just going to make the day that much more fun. So we go to church for the baptism. I'm sitting in the same pew as Dickie. And he, I look over at him at one point during the homily. The, the, the priest is literally giving the homily. And he looks over at me. And I, I, I swear to God. And he looks at me. And he says, Anthony Santander on deck. On deck. He goes. And I'm, like, and I'm, I'm just looking at him. And I just start fucking. I, I cried laughing. I was cracking up laughing in, in church. It was horrible. God strike me down. Uh, it's so bad, Bob, but like, it's one of those things. Like I wish that was captured because people wouldn't believe it if they, if they didn't see it. Like it's just, we, we were on, when we got on the Yankee party bus, okay. Going to the game, mind you, it was three and a half hours, four hours before the game. Dickie was sweating the bet from the time we were on the party oh, yeah, he bus. Yes, he couldn't fully let loose because he was thinking about whatever bets that he had that day. He had so many. That's the thing. It's not just the. It wasn't just the one bet that was on the chalkboard. It was like he's it had got to be like all five over. things going on. Had yeah. to be all over. So then we get to the reception. We have a parlay that hit. The, the party bet hit for the baptism. It was the, it was sick. <coughs> Yankees minus one and a half. Padres minus one and a half. Dodgers minus one and a half parlay plus five thirty, whatever. But Dodgers and Padres were very comfortably in the lead. The Yankees had to come back, Bob. Yankees came back yesterday. They were down to the Royals. Now we're standing in a bar. Now in this bar, in this beautiful restaurant is a bridal shower. That's got their own private party in the bar area, but that's the only bar in the place with television. So the guys are all at the bar. The Yankees are up five to four. We got to win by two runs. It's the top of the ninth. Yankees are up last licks. So if they don't score, we're done. The parlay's dead. Uh, Aaron Hicks makes an out. DJ LeMayu makes an out. And Judge comes up. And Judge takes that swing. And the ball didn't look like it was going to go out. So that made it so much worse. Like, if it was a no-brainer, it would have been over kind of quick. But it kind of just carried. And we were like, come on. Keep going. Keep going. Get out. Get out. Yeah, that's it. See ya. And Dickie's screaming, see ya. See ya. And this bridal party behind us is just, I mean, they wanted to, they, if they could have killed all of us in one foul swoop, they would have tried to kill all of us. They would have executed. That was like uh, in the Audi club. Dickie was on the other side of the Audi club screaming, screaming. I told Bob, get your phone and film this, but we were in no state to be filming. And again, another situation. I wish I, I wish I had, but it was such an emotional moment because for him to hit that home run and us to cover the one and a half like that. But so dramatic. Not even that. Last out in the ninth. Insane. But not even that. Then for you to say that you and Dickie like the Mets minus one and a half. And then yeah, everybody he jumped out on it. fast. And he said, I he stayed flips. in. I stayed in. I stayed and in you, with you. And you won. But for him to I flip did. because he said too many people's on the Mets and to, to go most, Philly. He's a superstitious. He's a superstitious. And also to the party bet thing is such a, I, I made jet. <laughs> download price picks today like 30 minutes before the nba game today just so he could get on board I'm and he, sure you really twisted the jets leg i really yeah yeah <laughs> um okay fellas it, it's go time it's top five time i think it's about the time i think we have a very very nice question coming up i think it's a very good top five um i think all the top fives are good top fives um today's top five 
is going to be. I wanted to have let Mikey V have a shot at redemption and do top five NBA players you'd let your daughter date. Um, sister. Sister. Yeah, sister. Yeah, sister. Yeah, sister. 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 Because um, then it would get too real. Yeah, daughter would be no way. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even do that. It would get too real. Um, <laughs> this is going to be top five NBA players you would want to party with. It's across the board. Could be old players. Could be new players. Top five NBA players. And I think we are going to start with Mikey V. Okay. Uh, number five, give me uh, Ron Artest, also known as Meta World Peace at number five. Ron Artest is a wild, wild dude. Um, you know, the malice at the palace, uh, that aside, I just think he would be, he would probably be a fun guy to hang out with. That's just my guess. Number four, J.R. Smith. I've heard J.R. Smith could be quite a good time to hang, to hang out with. Uh, you know, again, I'm not saying that I support any of the activities that these guys do, but I'm just saying from what I've heard, they're a good time. That's all I can say. Yeah. Number three, give me Sir Charles. Uh, Charles Barkley gambling. Uh, the gambling that would be going on and, and just the debauchery. I just feel like Charles would have to be a good time to give me Michael. I'll take Michael Jordan. I heard he throws like the craziest soirees, like upscale swanky, yeah. like blow your mind level VIP parties. I would love Next to level. get in on yeah. that. And then number one, I think it's, it's a no brainer who it's going to be. I mean, the man who took a week's vacation in the middle of the season demanded he had to take a vacation. Dennis Rodman. Yeah. I mean, it's gotta be the worm. Give me the worm I... at number one. I got why I, the reason I hated your list, Mikey V, is there's so many guys you put in there that I wanted in there and that I was going back and forth on. Charles, well, Martin. let me go next, and then you and you can you can mix it up, then Bob. <laughs> well, then just take it away, there, Joseph. Take, well, it take, gives you more time to formulate your 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 list. I'm trying to be nice. No, take it away. It's all yours. I'm lending Joseph. a helping hand he's here. Helping, Bob. He's helping you, Bob. Remember Correct. That. My yeah. apologies. Um, okay, so I go number five. Um, By the way, I can I'm going to go with Lemon. I can tell you something about Cutsy's list. He loves his list. I always love my list. I feel very good about my list. Even after I got, by the way, I got berated. Yeah, I got berated by a lot of people. But again, in Canada, bubblegum ice cream is, is a common thing, and it's, cool. it's very good. But we're not going to go back to that. We're not going to retrace that. Um, number known five. For ice hockey. Number five, I am going to go with Lemon Pepper Lou. I think this man knows how to enjoy himself. Clear even during the bubble, he had to get out to a strip club and have himself a day. I'm on board with anybody like that. Lemon Pepper Lou, number five. <laughs> number four, I'm going to go with AI, the answer, Allen Iverson. Wow, now, this guy good. has been known to fucking roll with an entourage of people, and this guy spares no expense these guys are living like well, clearly he's fucking the most broke. lavish of everything. <laughs> well, that's not neither here nor there. The bottom no, line I, is no, I know to get just... after it. And if you're going to give me an opportunity to go out and just live lavishly like that, that is a no brainer for me. So give me number four with AI at number three, I'm going to go with Shaquille O'Neal. I think this guy, by the way, his, he's a DJ now and he DJs at like ultra music festivals. And <laughs> there's videos of him just fucking going nuts. Like, he is just such a fun-loving guy. He gets after it. He knows how to have fun. And to me, it's just—I just think it's an—I—I I, I just would—I love his personality. And seeing him just rage would be hilarious. Um, and then number two, I got Michael. Um, and again, it's just—it's not even for like him 
from a personal standpoint, it's just to be out with Michael Jordan would be so fucking cool. First and foremost, like anybody and everybody's got eyes on you. And then like Bear Down said, there's no spared expense. If you're going out gambling, it's the nines. If you're going to dinner, it's the nines. If you're going to clubs, you're on the penthouse floor. You're, you're, you're living the way that it should be. And, and, and then again, number one is the same as Mikey V it's gotta be Dennis Rodman to me. I just think that, I mean, the guy literally was about ready to miss fucking games to, to be <laughs> lost in Vegas yeah, and, not, yeah. and, and, and with Carmen Electra. Carmen Electra. Yeah. Oh, Carmen Electra, what are we yeah. talking? I mean, if you don't have I'm Dennis Rodman at number one on this list, I don't know what you're doing. And toggled with, you know, Magic Johnson, a few other people, but like, Dennis Rodman just Magic. it has to be number one. I mean, you know, Magic had to have a good time. That's, that's what I was thinking as well. Magic I mean, Wilt to too. If you want to talk about, I mean, Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, apparently, Wilt Chamberlain claims to have slept with over fifty thousand women. He, he also is is well known to be one of the biggest dickheads in in the world. Really, that Wilt? Yeah, confirmed from the Wilt jet. or Magic. Wilt. Will from the jet, the jet That's, said that Will yeah. Chamberlain's. The- <laughs> yeah, and he says it with authority. Really? So, yeah. Why he he is he is he's interacted yeah, why, with Will. Why is Will Chamberlain such a scumbag? What do? Yeah. Uh, he was in an elevator and somebody he, asked him how the weather is. He spit on the guy. And said, he was he was in an elevator and somebody <laughs> asked how the weather is up there and he spit on him. Well, that's kind of a tell remark. you what, though. Tell you what, another victim <laughs> of the troll joke. Another victim of the troll joke. I, you know what? <laughs> another fucking tall joke. That is, you know condes- that is a condescending asking. joke. It's a very Mikey, condescending joke. Somebody it's a very you, fucking no? yeah. I would. I wouldn't spit on the guy, but I tell you what. There's only so many now. Now I'm only six seven. Imagine how many fucking tall jokes Wilt Chamberlain's heard in his life. Oh, seven one. Imagine, oh, imagine yeah. being another five inches taller. No, no, <laughs> it's difficult enough as is. I can't fit in my fucking house. Oh, Mikey V. No, that one goes to home. I, I, I knew. When yeah, the I thing tell you <laughs> what. I, I, I don't think he's a scum. I listen. Spitting on somebody is, is, is that's that's. That's not good. But at the same time, no, like, let this be a message to the world. The tall jokes, like, they resonate. Like, I, I you know, I, we, how many times do I have to fucking hear, well, oh, you play basketball? I, 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 how's the weather up there? I've <laughs> seen it with Mikey V, where you do go out with him, and he, he's such a presence that people, and I, I always regret the first time that I met him. It was with Jerry Don. And the first thing I said to him, I was Yours like, was wow, are you to- that's yeah. Di- no, your exact words were, "You're fucking huge." I mean, yeah, that's but- more. And, but we had a relationship already. Imagine a sh- complete. I stranger, would never say that. A complete stranger thinking it's okay to just come up yeah. to you and comment on your physical appearance. I now I can't that. go up to a short person. God forbid I ever went up to a short person and said, "Oh my God, what's going on there, little man?" Oh, so different. I'd, be, yeah. I'd be crucified. I, you I would think be. I'd be tarred and feathered in the streets. Yeah, but bear down. If you'd rather have an option, you'd rather be tall than to be short. No, that's that's neither here a hundred percent. But and I'm by the way, saying. when you're tall and you're a good-looking guy, the women just come flocking in. Like, like, yeah, that's never been an issue. I'm sure. If you're short, you're well, you're you're I mean, fighting right, an you know, uphill battle. I, you know, I've only, more I ways only than have one. eyes. I, only have eyes for one woman. Her name is Holly. I'm and she, I was the one woman that, about, yeah. and she, you know, I do feel as though, yes, she, I do feel as though I had an advantage and she was instantly attracted to me like a moth to a flame. I, <laughs> like, 
Um, but you know, that being said, that's it the wasn't the Bahama me, blue filter eyes as well, bear down. So we need no? to stop with the Bahama filter also, because that's another thing that we haven't totally brought that up in blown ages. Out of- uh, let's not bring up your cartoon imagery on, on Instagram today, Joseph. Let's I not bring it was up a funny that cartoon imagery. Oh, I me too. You know what I love that Cutsy does is on his own post, he puts hashtag Cutsy. <laughs> you know the, what best, the best. It, the best is that it was written in script underneath yeah, the face yeah. as if people didn't know who that was. Yeah, it's just like, oh. Well, it was made <laughs> for me way, like are that. you officially going under one moniker now? Like Sting, Madonna, Cutsy, <laughs> Prince. Like, are you no, there? I have, so Prince. Many, I have so many nicknames. Like, when we play around a golf, it's... Giuseppe, Joey D, Cutsy, Cole Cuts. Joey D is a favorite of mine, yeah. yeah, like yeah. But that's that's very much like a New Jersey thing. Um, that was my initial nickname when growing up was Joey yeah, D. I love that. Uh, you know, see, the thing with the, by the way, back to the top fives, the only thing with the top Bob's fives list. with doing the, the full past, if we did just present players, it, this list, I think, would be totally different. I listed a current player, Bob. No, no, I'm saying if we did just just current players, I think the list would be a lot different. Well, of because course it would. Even I like think it would be a lot more difficult because totally, I, I mean, totally. Even I don't guys, really, you know. I got one at five that I know I'm going to get my balls busted for, oh, like the cotton candy ice cream, and that's okay because just growing up, I love this guy. And Mikey V, you know, you know him. Um, I was always fascinated with Latrell Sprewell. And I, yeah. <laughs> I, this guy I, looked like he was. <laughs> I know I lost the there. And by the You're way, the first person I've ever heard to say that. I, I know, I know, even like in the top, I, I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm done. I get that. Latrell's pretty well at five. <laughs> um, Lemon Pepper Lou at four. Lemon Pepper that's Lou good. at four. I think that's a great call, Joseph. Um, you got to go Shaq at three. I mean, this guy markets everything now, too, and he's still hysterical. And the reason that even like you bring Chuck in there, I was going to put Chuck in there. The I show that they do, NBA TNT pre and post game, is the best yeah. show. Yeah, it's so good. Going. So the, good. Like, it's yeah. unbelievable. Shaq's the man at three. Um, two, Michael Jordan. I mean, just to, to say that you partied with Michael Jordan, of course, I think you got to put it up there. And then this might be the first time we've ever all had ones. Um, Rodman be the same. I, I I think Rodman has got to be there. Yeah. Um, yeah. At one, yeah. and I'll tell. Uh, oh, honorable mentions for me. I'll start it off. Charles mm. Barkley. I, but so many of the ones that you guys said, I would have put in there. Cutsy with the AI is a name that I didn't think of. That I think is a really good one. But I would go with with uh, with Barkley. Magic Johnson. I said before is my. That's my honorable mention. Just a guy looks like he, I mean, he was such a generational talent. The women loved him. I mean, he's, he, he looks like a good time to be out with, you know, even now with his, with his, he, he's got his hand in everything. Now I feel like he still goes out and gets after it. Mikey V. Yeah. I go with Shaq. Shaq. Yep. Yeah. Shaq's fellas that, um, that does it here. Another edition here of the brilliant Dumb show week by week, you know where to find us forever and always Mikey V. We appreciate you. Big dog, Joey Coldcuts. We appreciate you big dog forever. And always the brilliantly dumb show. We'll see you next time.